0: What's up junkies welcome back in for another edition of pigskin junkies myself michael larson and the scott panza here to talk uh week one some of us never thought we would be here but here we are scott week We're one back. nfl's back baby
1: we are back <laughs> i i'm i'm fired up it's thursday night about to sit down watch chiefs texans hopefully the chiefs just dump truck them uh and and just kick the season off. I got a lot of Will Fuller. So as long as Will Fuller in fantasy could uh, put up some numbers, I'll be pretty happy about it. As, and they lose big.
0: I, I got to be honest with you, Scott. I had to drop fantasy this year because I've gotten to the point where it was too much stress when I would watch one game. Because so I'm like, okay, I need this team to score, but it has to be this guy. But I also have this defense. So, you know, and you're just like, Okay, but I got money on this game over here. I'm like
1: My God, I have the fix for you. You just do so many fantasy leagues that you're (laughs) agnostic to who scores, because you probably have that guy on one of your, you know, hundred teams that you've drafted between best ball, fantasy, DFS. You're just give me the points somewhere, it's (laughs) capital.
0: Just don't even just don't dip your toe in, just fully immerse yourself and the anxiety, and just roll with it,
1: baby. I'll tell you, yesterday uh, I was doing best ball drafts on DraftKings, and I couldn't believe some of the picks that were being made. I was seeing, like, Tom Brady go in the second round when typically he goes in the 10th round. So you could build just an absolute super team, and there was a big controversy because DraftKings was letting so many people enter for free at the end because of this massive overlay. So people have been grinding these turn- this best ball tournament for, you know, a month or two. Mm-hmm. is so bummed out because they're like i've been building great teams i've been way ahead of the game and now you let all these people just dump teams in there and they're drafting you know gardner Minshew in the third because they like them yeah. and like, well you know some guy in that same draft is going to build an absolute super team because you know they're they have guys drafting gardner Minshew in the third and they're just leaving available so many good players right so i mean i enjoyed it because i think i drafted some big teams yesterday i had a uh, Some cutesy little Mitchell Trubisky stacks at the end, Uh, (laughs) and more more on that later. Let's
0: go. Okay, I like that teaser. Make me feel good about myself here, Scott. So, a couple housekeeping things. One on my end, I most likely for college um, once SEC kick. Well, I guess next there's Clemson games this weekend, but really this is kind of the preseason game, I would say for most. Of the Power Five conferences that are playing this weekend, which is the ACC, so I'm going to slowly get into college and and sprinkle some of that cheese in here uh, on top of uh, Scott's wonderful fondue that he's making. But I so I'll throw that in there. But this weekend, if there's a couple I like, I'm going to send it out to you guys. But it'll probably be a screenshot or uh, my Action Network. Uh, Where will you
1: send that out? On the line.
0: On the line. Always put Online. it out there on the line <laughs> uh so that that's a housekeeping thing for me scott i know you got a little housekeeping you want to share as well
1: yeah so this year uh because of everything going on i couldn't get out to sign up for the super contest so the only contest we'll be doing is circa and we'll have three entries in the Circa contest and we have one survivor entry so uh we'll be tweeting out every sun uh every sunday morning all of our picks and any late you know changes if any if there's any news on anything that we're uh, we're really into and you can catch us on Twitter. We're super active there at mm-hmm. pigskin underscore junkies. Send us a message. You start to say fantasy, you know, bets you like, teasers. Probably not so many parlays. Don't get too into those, but, uh, you know, drop it to us and we'll definitely get back to
0: you. Oh, I like to dip my toe in the parlay a little bit. <laughs> Slap $5 now and just see where it takes me. Just sweat.
1: I have some buddies that love doing the five dollar ten teamer every Sunday. They love it.
0: Yeah, you know, just...
1: five dollars into thirteen grand. All I need is you know, all these absurd games to play out as you would <laughs> just expect.
0: just gotta spike it all, baby. It gives you a good sweat. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be another fun year here on Pigskin Junkies. Uh, as we move forward, we will have every week. A Wonka Vader pick of the week in memory of Jared that's going to be the ship it forwards frontways, backways, back ways, up ways, sideways pick of the week you can put your mortgage payment on it you can do whatever you want with it don't put your mortgage payment on it people <laughs> um, but we're going to have a good time with that so it's going to be a fun segment so that will come later um, Chiefs Texans how are you feeling Scotty
1: um <clears throat> You know, I have some. I have a little action on Chiefs' money line. I didn't want to lay the nine and a half. I think it's a little too much against Deshaun Watson. Uh, and then I have a teaser. I teased the Chiefs down to six, three uh, three and a half and the over-under down to 48. So a little tease action, just a little taste. I didn't have enough conviction on either side. But uh, I'm excited and I'm curious to see how this game plays out. Also curious to see how it looks with the fans because they are letting in 25% capacity. So they should have 20,000 fans at this game. So it won't look too bad on TV, but it's not going to feel like a typical Arrowhead game. And no. I, I'm really curious to see what prices for these tickets went to because you have only you know 25%. You have ring ceremony, celebrate the, chip, the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm sure these were pretty steep down in KC today.
0: Well, and how much of those are – you know how many of the players get their family there, and I yeah. think that's kind of what the Chiefs were thinking by doing that ring ceremony. Also, as you can have the family involved and do that, uh, but if, if you're the family, you want to be at both of them. I mean, like, come on. So I, I can only imagine. I had a, a buddy tell me today that tickets for the Alabama Kentucky game were like two fifty or something, which. Normally for a college football game and Bama versus Kentucky isn't going to attract that much of a, a dollar value. But he said that was the cheapest game. So I can only imagine where it goes from there. It That's going to be crazy. But I, I actually stoned up a little bit, Scott. I know we're allergic to taking that many points. But I had to do it on the first game. I just gobbled them up. So I did the nine and a half. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be real sweaty.
1: You're, you're gonna be clenching later, I'm exactly. sure. Because Deshaun I'm... Watson's gonna lead a, a late touchdown drive to cut the uh, lead to to ten or something, and then they're gonna go for two or something
0: weird. <laughs> just make me want to puke. I just, unless Watson's throwing the ball to himself, I don't know. I mean, he's kind of like
1: stay healthy one time.
0: One up, David Johnson? Stay healthy one time.
1: I'll mean, i tell you, the theme of this week is home dogs. There are a plethora of home dogs. And you know how much we, on this podcast, like the home mm -hmm. dogs.
0: That's true. Card is looking spicy. Yeah. There's
1: there's some good games. This is a, what a great way to foray into the football season with this, like, just uh, a ton of great matchups.
0: Absolutely. Well, do you want to dive into it, Scott?
1: Let's do it. Let's let's do it.
0: Do it. We are going to go up the road not too far from where I am to Duval. I hate that. And Jared hated it, but I just have to do it too. So, (laughs) Uh, Jags at home with touchdown Jesus Gardner Minshew, the Washington State Cougar, against the now Philip Rivers-led Indianapolis Colts.
1: Oh, doggone
0: it. Oh, doggone it. Shoot. (laughs)
1: Um This is a game where the Colts will absolutely dominate the line of scrimmage. The the Jaguars got rid of Van They have no defensive line right now. You have two strong runners, Marlon Mack, Jonathan Taylor, that are fighting for that job. They're going to run all over this Jaguars defense. Uh, I will be laying in the eight uh, in this game. It's a... in contention for a survivor pick the problem is one i think it's gonna be the most popular and two i hate taking road teams in survivor especially week one on Survivor in advance schedule schedule lends themselves to uh picking them in survivor later down down the road so um I have no problem laying the eight to the Jags. And this one, I mean, the offensive line for the Colts, all return. They're just going to beat up on the Jags line, and they're going to wear them down. And I think in a a season like this where conditioning is going to be in question early, the team that can run the football and has two guys to do it, is really going to beat up on teams. So lay the eight. I know we don't like laying more than a touchdown on the road, but this is a different season, and the Jaguars are tanking for Trevor Lawrence. They're gonna get beat. Uh, they're gonna get just dropped this weekend. So I'm laying eight. They-
0: I think in a lot of Survivor leagues, you're gonna have the the Cleveland Brown effect with the um, with the, the Jags very much. So I think a lot of people are gonna come in ready to rock and roll and just basically have to find a pick for other times, and that's it. So. It'll be interesting to see what happens there. Next up, we're going to stay in the sunshine state, even though it's actually closer to you, Scottie Lepa. It'll be the Pats minus six and a half with my boy Cam Newton taking on Fitzmagic and the Dolphins
1: uh this is a strong no play from me i lean dolphins just because they should be able to run on this pats defense all the pats uh, linebacker starters from last year are either are gone in uh landon roberts kyle Noy. they're actually in miami or dante hightower is out for covid um second day they are depleted with patrick chung gone for the year COVID as well um I think they're going to test the run defense of the Patriots. This is also Cam Newton's first start for the Pats. Too many question marks, too high a number in division with a team that knows each other very well. I think this is probably most likely a field goal game. If I'm betting it, I'm betting the Dolphins, but I don't like betting against my Patriots. So I will probably most likely be staying away from this one.
0: Yeah, I I also struggle with that. There's a game later that you will see. Actually, not later. It's literally the next game. My Minnesota Vikings at home, minus two and a half against the Green Bay Packers.
1: I just think the Vikings are getting no respect with this line. This is a very disrespectful line. You know, the Packers went 13-3 and last year, but uh, they got trucked in the playoffs. Uh, they were the beneficiary of a very soft schedule. The Vikings have one of the best teams. Uh, a very, one of the best defensive lines in football. I think they're going to get after Aaron Rodgers, who doesn't have too many weapons outside of Devontae Adams, and a trio of pretty solid running backs, Aaron Jones. But uh, outside of that, I mean, Almanzar, M.V., Marquez, Valdez, Scantling, I mean, M.V.S. I don't know what you type of production you're going to get out of them. And the Vikings, where you beat them, is definitely in the secondary. So, you know, get two guys, double team Adams, make anyone else beat you. Get after Aaron Rodgers. I I like Kirk Cousins. I think that uh, the player to watch, especially fantasy, if you have deep leagues, Irv Smith Jr. I think he's going to overtake Kyle Rudolph. He's going to get a ton of targets because targets are for sale right now because Stephon Diggs is gone. Mm -hmm. I think he's a great piece to the Vikings puzzle. I like the Vikings in this one.
0: Oh, Scott, I love to hear it. Uh, I put the Vikes in my maybe section just because I, I have a hard time I always feel like a homer, and that also is my brother's doing. Because anytime I think highly of the Vikings, Jerry would always bring me right back down to earth. So I, my fear with the Vikings is, Daniil Hunter is now on IR for probably going to miss the first three games. I do think the defensive line is good enough to get after him. Uh, I really like our linebacking core, and I like our safeties. Uh, the corners are going to be the question mark. And like you said, you're either gonna to have to have Anthony Harris or Harrison Smith really shading Devonte Adams' side and saying, "Hey, here's this whole side of the field, and I think Kendricks and Barr are two of the best cover linebackers in the league." Uh, I just I get scared because Aaron Rodgers is a bad man, but how much does Aaron Rodgers want to be there? This yeah. is the question.
1: This could be a season where he wants to go uh, stick it to uh, management by drafting uh, a quarterback in the first round. So Mm -hmm. you may get a little bit of that, or you may get that he's just frustrated with the type of weapons that he has there.
0: Exactly. Next up, the reigning MVP returning to the field to take on the Cleveland Browns. I was rather shocked by this line, Scott, but Ravens coming in minus eight.
1: Uh, Great example of a game I don't want to be a part of – on paper, I think the Ravens should uh, take it to the Browns. But in division, coach's first game there. The, the Browns do have a little bit of offense. They have a lot of weapons there. Um, so they may be able to keep this one close. Baker Mayfield, this is a redemption year for him. But uh, I'm staying far away from this one. Uh, too many points in division. Just uh, I just don't want any piece of this one.
0: And this is, I believe, the first game where we don't have a returning quarterback. For either team, here come the Chargers traveling to the Cincinnati Bungles. Uh, Joe Burrow, plus three at home.
1: Uh Love me, the Bengals, right here. Tyrod Taylor has not started in the NFL for years. The last time he started, he wasn't particularly good either. Uh, Mike Williams, most likely out for this game for the Chargers, so they are limited on the weapons side. The Bengals defense is absolutely atrocious, but do I think Tyrod Taylor is going to make them pay? No, I don't. Flying cross country, uh, a coach that typically keeps games close. Uh, Bengals offense absolutely loaded Derwin James out for the chargers for the year. So as long as the Bengals line can keep Joe Burrow clean for the most part and don't make him scramble the whole game, I think the Bengals should be winning this game. Keep your points, Vegas Bengals, Burrow first game of the year gets it done. Truthfully, I'm rooting for uh, uh, Justin to get Justin Herbert in there for the, the chargers. I think he should get a good opportunity there. Um, also, selfishly, I have them in a bunch of best ball tracks as late flyers because I think, uh, like, 10 last year who I was taking, who I thought would take over for Mariota, I think this is a great situation for Herbert to take over for Tyrod.
0: How bad do you think NFL wants that because you have the top two QBs taken just grinding against Bob, each other? They're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like <Absolutely>. come on.
1: <laughs> but save it for later in the
0: year. Yeah, that's right? true. That's true. Uh, next up. We got circle the wagon time versus the new reverse wagon. I'm gonna call it reverse wagon because we want we want tank not rise, and that is the Buffalo Bills minus six and a half taking on the Jets 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 Jets.
1: So I'll tell you with the Jets, the the hype I've heard this week is how they feel disrespected. Uh, everyone's sleeping on them, putting them at the bottom of the division uh that they've taken notice uh, i would wonder how much of that is just hype and getting yourself pumped up for a game like this in division against the bills uh, or how much of it is real but at the end of the day it looks like chris hogan's going to be starting at wide receiver because denzel mims and brashan Perriman are not going to be a go on sunday uh, they have one of the worst defensive lines in football against another very strong returning offensive line they have most of their offensive pieces back they have a defense that's going to be stifling on this Jets team. I'm going to lay the six and a half. This is most likely going to be my survivor pick with the Bills, although I don't mm-hmm. like taking in division teams. I just think this is a smash spot for the Bills. They should be running all over this Jets team. love me some Josh Allen uh, and definitely reverse uh, re- <laughs> reverse uh wagon on the uh, Jets. So uh, let's go, Bill. Circle those darn wagons.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh- I'm with you on this one, Scott. I really like the Bills in this situation. Uh, Slight side note. What do you think about the Bills' Twitter? Losing the bet to the Uh, Bills' mafia.
1: I love it. I love it. (laughs) I think it's great. Josh Allen's looking sharp on that uh, avatar.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mustaches. And then the Jags responded with Minshew being their avatar. I'm like, man, that's just two polar opposite mustaches. (laughs)
1: Uh, poor Minshew, I love the guy. I want to see him when he's just in a terrible situation down there.
0: When he, whenever he retires, he could do just a reboot of, Mag, of uh, Miami Vice or something like that.
1: <laughs> he's going to be electric on you know Barstool Sports when yeah. they have probably at that time. By the time he retires, they'll have their own football pregame show, and they'll have ex NFL guys and Gardner Minshew is going to be electric on there.
0: Yeah, I could see him being a, like a Pat McAfee type.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: Real, real exciting. Uh, so, real
1: entertaining.
0: Sorry, what did you say, Scott?
1: No, real entertaining.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. We'll keep the, the momentum going with the six-and-a-halves, and a halfs, is another in-division game. Is going to be the Cardinals traveling to Candlestick, except it's not Candlestick, uh, <laughs> Niners minus six-and-a-half, taking on Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins.
1: Yeah. Uh, I like the Cardinals here a uh, lot too many points in division um, issue with uh, the Cardinals defense is that George Kittle is just absolutely crushed them, and they've always struggled against tight ends and they have most likely a, the best tight end in football him or Kelsey you can make your argument for either uh, coming to town so this is a high target game for Kittle um, I'm just concerned that there's a bit too many injuries on the offensive side of the ball for the Niners And six and a half points is a lot, a lumber to lay against a team that has a ton of weapons on the offensive side of the ball. They drafted some young guys to play defense. Now this is their first NFL game, but maybe they can bring a little spark to the cards. I think six and a half is too much. Uh, I had this uh, projected at four and a half, so I'll take uh, the six and a half with the cards.
0: I like that. I, I don't have this one on my card. I did stare at it for a little bit. I just get concerned with that 49ers defense. And like I was telling you guys and you, Scott, at this last podcast was my fear is the mesh. Like how, just like with a quarterback in a new system, I get nervous with DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray and how well can they mesh. I think if this was like game five, I'd be all over this. But because it's game one, I'm a little hesitant. It's just below my line of like where I have my games picked. Uh, but I, I do. That's one of those that a lot of thought and pondering went into. <laughs> made me, made me a little nervous. Next up, the Las Vegas Raiders traveling over to Charlotte to take on run CMC and Teddy H2O, the new look Carolina Panthers.
1: This one, uh, just has me very confused. Uh, I don't like the Raiders traveling cross country first game of the year. Um, very young team against this Panthers. The problem with the Panthers is they have an just an absolutely atrocious defense. Secondary, all new, banged up uh, defensive line. They got torched on the ground last year, so this is a game that Josh Jacobs smashed spot. Mm-hmm. Raiders defense isn't much better. Uh, the Raiders offensive line should do damage on the Panthers. I lean Panthers plus three, but I really don't want any part of this game. Uh, so I'm staying far away. But a lot of chatter about the over in this one and a great DFS stack game. So I'm looking at it from DFS angle, probably bet the over included in teases, betting the over, but uh, picking a side I'm staying out of.
0: Okay. I'm actually going to be sliding with the Raiders on this one. I see a lot of spider two Y banana in my future. And I just think outside of Christian McCaffrey, there's only so much you can do. And if I'm the Raiders, I go, okay, stop number 22, which I'm not saying is an easy task. But I think they are able to score enough to keep that at bay. Uh, and that all falls into my my MO of what I've been saying so far today. New head coach, new quarterback, so and a first-time NFL coach. Yeah. So I'm like, eh. where well, are you going up against the guru, the, the mad scientist, John Gruden? Uh, <laughs> so I, I like the Raiders in this one.
1: I don't think John Green's ever been confused with a, science, but a scientist before, so I'm glad you just gave him that moniker. <laughs>
0: yeah, of course. <laughs> well, when you look at him, doesn't he look like he just sits in a lab all day?
1: Uh, I mean, he just looks like the guy that was cheating off the nerds test in class uh, back in the day and just slugging beers, like <laughs> sophomore year high school, just slugging coronas on the reg. That's true. <laughs> but
0: if... If our boy out in L.A. is considered a mad scientist when it comes to offense and he was an understudy of – I guess it's Jay was really – Jay Gruden. So, I don't know. You know, hey, older brother. You know, there's a (laughs) line there. We won't won't dive too far into that rabbit hole. Next up, the game I think everyone's most excited for, and that is the Tampa Bay – or, excuse me, Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling to – Mercedes Benz Superdome to take on Drew Brees, Michael Thomas, and the New Orleans can't beat the Vikings in the playoff Saints. <laughs> had to throw that one in there. I'm sorry. I'm glad you got
1: that in there.
0: I'm yeah. glad you got that in there.
1: uh Three and a half is too much. To Lead this bucks team. Great defense. I think they're going to push pressure on Drew Brees. Uh, they have a very strong secondary as long as they can uh, limit um, Michael Thomas. I think they're going to be in good position to win this game outright. Obviously, I'm biased huge tom brady fan but i think (laughs) that he has just so many weapons on offense i think they're gonna just steamroll teams early and often this year mike evans probably out for this game he came up with a hammy today on the injury report so monitoring that do i think he's worth a ton of points i don't know uh i think it's a big chris godwin game i think the bucks take it to the saints keep your point vegas bucks win
0: love it uh any prop bet on Gronk scoring a touchdown in that game?
1: <laughs> uh, I haven't looked at that. I'd have to look at what the number is. Do you have the number?
0: I don't have the number in front of me. I'll, I'll pull it up here in a little bit. I was That was just one of those things that, as we were talking, I was like, I wonder if there's got to be one somewhere.
1: Oh, there definitely is. I'm sure there will be a prop. Uh, I just haven't seen the number. Yeah. What would you put the number at? Maybe two-and-a-half to one, that he scores the touchdown. You you know that Brady wants to feed him one. In oh, the first yeah. Game
0: though. Absolutely. So I feel like – I don't know. It It's not going to be as tasty as what I think it should be.
1: <laughs> no, definitely not. So
0: I'm not going to take it. but I would so just, Everyone's
1: going to want to bet it like you are.
0: Exactly. <laughs> uh, next up, our boy Russell Wilson. We got a battle of the birds to start the season. Seahawks, Falcons – And the other Mercedes-Benz place. (laughs)
1: Uh, No Chick-fil-A on Sunday, unfortunately. Uh, I lean Falcons here. The problem with the Falcons is they have a very young, weak secondary. They don't have a great pass rush to get to Russell Wilson and their depleted offensive line. Uh, Also, Russell Wilson, they travel east terrifically. He does very well traveling east. He has a great line, a record against the spread and record straight up coming east. So the the fatigue factor probably isn't there. Uh, I like the Falcons to just score points on the Seahawks defense. Probably another game that's juicy from an over-under perspective. Um, I'm going to stay away from this one. I, I have some action season-long on the Falcons. Also conflicted. I have some uh, Russell Wilson MVP exposure. This is a great game. I'm very much looking forward to this in the the 1 o'clock slate, but pass.
0: This actually, for me, Scott – actually, no. No, no, no. I'll save it. I'm saving it. Teaser. Hardcore teaser right there. (laughs) I shouldn't have said anything. Just rewind it. Forget I said anything. Next, Cowboys-Rams. Rams plus three at home versus the boys
1: super excited for this one i like the rams plus three in this spot they are going to struggle defensively but i don't know if the Cowboys are going to be able to stop the rams so i'm going to take the offense that has continuity against the the offense that doesn't because they have a new coaching staff i think they may struggle early and they should be able to get out through this rams defense but it may take them some time the rams on the other hand they should be torching the secondary for the cowboys to start young guys uh the defensive line, they should be able to get after Jared Goff, but uh, I think he's going to get the ball out quick to Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. I think you're going to see a lot mm-hmm. of Cam Akers uh, in this one, and I'll take – uh give me the three. Home team, also I like the line that they're opening the stadium, SoFi Stadium this Sunday. they got the Sunday nighter, and they don't want to disappoint the, the new uh, – you know, the fans in
0: L.A. Absolutely. So I, quick side note. I do apologize. I read this left to right, not bottom down, and then starting <laughs> on the top one. So we're not in like chronological order. So I do apologize. Uh, I do like the Rams in this spot as well. Did you see the information on Dak Prescott today? About like I didn't. he said he had to see a counselor. He was just having a hard. T- I mean, and you know, it hit home for me. His, you know his brother passed away. So he said he was dealing with depression and all that sort of stuff. And then. He said the quarantine and being by himself has been hitting him pretty hard. He's been Ooh, I didn't see that. I so, saw
1: I saw him trending on Twitter, but I didn't I didn't click the links.
0: Yeah, and so and it's a big contract year for him. So I think the pressure the pressure cooker's there. Uh, and
1: I mean they have no excuses this year. They have an absolutely loaded offense. Yes. They the analytics guys are all over this team. I'm seeing a lot of cowboys through the Super Bowl, a lot of hype for Mike McCarthy. So I think the pressure is on here. For this team in Jerry's world.
0: Well, I do think McCarthy is a good offensive, you know, he's got a good offensive brain. So Eagles taking on the Washington football team. Washington football team plus five and a half at home.
1: Wah, 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 wah upways, sideways, upway, sideways. Get me in that Wonka Vader. Washington plus five and a half. Wonka Vader lock of the weekend. Dwayne Haskins did not disappoint last year when he got his opportunity. He shined by the end of the year. They got into some high-scoring games. I like what Washington is doing. I like that they brought in Ron Rivera. I think they're going to have a fresh take for Dwayne Haskins. I think this is an offense that's going to surprise people. Dwayne Haskins improved at the end of last year. Give me the five and a half in division. Too many points to lay with a very weak eagle secondary outside of Darius Slay. Darius Slay versus Terry McLaurin. Can't wait to watch that this weekend. But I like what Washington's going to do on the offensive side. I think they have an underrated front seven. And it might make Carson Wentz's day a little difficult because their offensive line is not healthy and not exactly stellar. So give me the five and a half in division, home dog. Give me that line. I love it. Last year, I don't know if you remember this game. The Eagles backdoor covered on the skins so hard last year. They've got like a last second lateral returned it for a touchdown. I was on the Redskins last year in that one as well. So that one uh, kind of uh, hurt uh, in the Nads. But I think Washington's readying the ship there Ron, with Ron Rivera. Give me the five and a half. I don't know if they win this game, but field goal game. Give me the skins.
0: Wow. I am flabbergasted. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> That's not what you thought Wonka was. No, be. <laughs> no, it was not. Um,
0: you're going to have to do that all over again when we get to the Wonka Vader segment, though. so I actually and I looked at this and I was excited for because once again I feel I sound like my brother where I'm like constantly reminding you this is why I think what I think but new coach Ron Rivera I get it Haskins I mean he had his moments Chase Young I think is a very electric football player that I'm very excited to watch Uh, what he's able to do if I am a Eagles fan I am nervous because Chase Young is a bad man and literally will hurt you and Carson Wentz is obviously made of glass at this point so but I do think Wentz is good enough to like to cover this I know their line is pretty banged up Uh, you look at the weapons you don't feel too great who knows if Deshaun Jackson's out here talking about whatever the heck he's talking about anymore. But I do I like the Eagles in this one. This is actually a pick I had, but now I'm going to have to go back into my room and rethink my life after Scott just came out here and slapped me across the Wonk face Vader with a Wonka-Vader. Do. The first ever Wonka-Vader placed on the Washington football team. Uh,
1: no, I don't, you know, I know. You know, I'll still call them the Redskins this year, so um, <laughs> I'll, I'll back the Skins here.
0: Yeah, there we go. I guess, is that – no, I'm not even going to dive into that. <laughs> We're going to move on. This is a podcast where we talk about picks and making yeah. <laughs> money. We don't talk about nothing else. Other here. nonsense. <laughs> yeah. no, Doesn't matter. Unless
1: you want to talk about a good
0: movie. Exactly. We we'll won't talk movies. Uh, next up, Steelers, Giants, the G-Men, plus six.
1: Oh, I mean, I'll tell you, Big Ben on the road as heavy favorite is not a spot you want to be in. Uh, I lean Giants here, but their secondary is trash, their offensive line is trash, and these both set up well for the Steelers who want to throw the ball all over the field and they want to rush your passer. So, uh, lean Giants probably won't bet it. Uh, I think. Uh, I mean, I have a ton of Daniel Jones exposure in fantasy football this year and best ball. I really like the outlook for this team. I'd like to see Joe, Gi- Joe Judge, home opener, who knows the Steelers team very well, get a, uh, perform well. I, I think there's way too many points for the Steelers to be lying on the road mm-hmm. early in the year, uh, not exactly uh, the freshest of uh, teams. So I, I, I'm thinking about Giants. Probably will be on the sidelines on this one. Uh, I don't want to be laying uh, that big of a number with Big Ben on the road.
0: Yeah, I didn't sniff this one. Uh, you know, big Ben, like you said, coming off an injury from last year, what's his continuity with his teammates? I, I don't know. He, you know. he doesn't look like a caveman anymore, so that's a positive. <laughs> that's one thing I do know. Uh, but I, I'm staying away from this one as well, Scott. Next up, the only thing missing from this equation – is a tiger, can you <laughs> guess what I'm about to say? Lions, Bears. Adrian <laughs> Peterson now in that Motor City Kitty uniform. A little part of me died when that happened. And I, <sighs> I saw a picture of him in that. But I'm excited he still gets to continue football in this league. And he gets to do it for the team that one of the all-time greats played for him, Barry Sanders. So, Lions, Bears... What are we thinking, Scott? I know you teased a little, Trubisky. Uh-huh.
1: Uh, I am back on the mitchell Trubisky hype train. Uh, I'm sad for On Johnson, who I don't get why Matt Patricia doesn't love this guy. Uh, <laughs> they should be feeding him the rock, but they drafted DeAndre Swift and they brought in AP, so that doesn't really mean too many good things for On Johnson, even though I love his talent and I love his game. Uh I think that the Lions really struggle because they're not going to be able to stop the run this year. David Montgomery healthy, looking to play this weekend. I think a lot of people are down on David Montgomery, but he was looking very good mm-hmm. early in training camp. Read all the beat reporters; they couldn't, they were raving about David Montgomery. Then he got, you know, a little banged up. They were concerned that he wasn't going to play in this game, and they thought that Tariq Cohen was going to be their only running back. Uh, I'm buying the Mitch Trubisky hype train. I think Anthony Miller, severely underrated. Allen Robinson is an absolute stud. This is a desperate guy who needs to keep his job, so he needs to be sharp early. Matt Patricia has a tendency of not putting teams away. In division, better defense. Give me the Bears. Give me the three points. Keep your points, Vegas. Bears, <laughs> Trubisky, winner.
0: Winner. Love it. I'm also on the Bears for this one, Scott. I think... Uh, this is an opportunity for Trubisky to I, – I do think he's talented. And I think, like you said, I think last year he just kind of, meh. It was one of those sophomore slump. It happens. I think he's going to come back better. Had a lot of time to watch a lot of film. Working with the same quarterback coach. Working with the same head coach. A lot of offensive weapons. That defense is still really good, especially because they have number 52, Khalil Mack. So I just don't see Stafford getting any time to do anything ever. And that poor guy, too. I mean, he's been an absolute stud Another guy for them.
1: Coming off an injury, Kenny Galladay, best receiver, went down with an injury today. So I think mm. this is a good spot for the Bears. Uh, you know, the Lions are a trendy team. I want to see Matt Patricia do well. But uh, this this, if they don't write their ship, this is going to be his last year coaching.
0: Mm-hmm. It's yes, back to New England, him and McDaniels.
1: Back to New England, <laughs> back on the defensive side of the ball, because that defensive coordinator job is open.
0: It is, it is. And last but not least, the nightcap in mile high. Drew Locke and the Denver Broncos, plus two and a half versus the almost reigning AFC champion, Tennessee Titans.
1: Oh, I mean, just devastating news with Von Mell are going to be out for this, uh, for, out for the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, the trend at home for the Broncos early in the year, I mean, you go to mile high, you have no conditioning. Uh, it's a very tough place to play. Uh, but are the Broncos going to be able to stop Derrick Henry? I really like this Titans team. This is a hard fade. If I had to bet it, I'd be on the Broncos just for that uh, early season juice. And I don't know if the Titans with uh, – Only Derrick Henry. They're only keeping two running backs. They're a run-centric team if uh, they're going to be able to keep pace in mile high. Give me the two and a half if I had to bet it, but I'm most likely staying away from this one.
0: Yeah, I'm not betting this one either. I did like the Broncos for those same exact reasons, Scott. Conditioning going to be a question early. Going to mile high. Uh, Is Clowney playing in this game? Yes, he is. Okay. So talk about conditioning questions. I mean, that guy wasn't anywhere for forever until like this week. Um, and yeah, you got Henry out there. That's the the scary part for me. And I do, it's two different types of gameplay. I think drew lock, they're going to just chuck it and duck it. I mean, they're just going to, they're going to try and score in four plays and the Titans are literally just going to try and pummel you down into the earth, uh, one play at a time. So, I think it's a contrast of of gaming styles, and conditioning is going to be the huge question is who has the better conditioned team? And you got to give the edge to the Broncos because they're at home, used to the elevation. So even when they are fully trained, people are up there sucking down oxygen. So
1: I wish I knew the stat off the top of my head. But I remember everyone talking about it last year about Denver Bronco, first two weeks at home, their cover rate is just insane. So you get a team, the, the spread move two and a half points on the Von Miller news, he's probably worth uh, half of that, but I mean, this is, it's a tough place to play early in the year. The body clock for the Titans, too, because the 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 game kicks off me, at like... 10 o'clock at night. They're used to sleeping at that time. Yeah. Very unfair. They usually have two West Coast teams on that type of game, mm-hmm. uh, but they got the Titans traveling cross country to a tough place to play. I think it's it's just all the lines. You know, all, Joe Public's going to be all over the Titans on this one with this uh, Von Miller news. So when the public's going that way, give me the uh, the other side of the, the equation.
0: What, this is where I was going to do the Wonka Vader section, but we'll, we'll save that. I'll, I'll prep it for next time. We'll, we'll get on it. Like I said, folks, we're going to be working out the kinks here for this. Uh, we're going to do Wonka Vader. For me, is the Hawks. I like the Seahawks. I like Russell Wilson. I think that's just going to be my gravy train for this year. I think I'm just going to keep the Seahawks thing going. I, I'm excited to see what the Falcons can do this year because talk about a team of polar opposites last season of being – Hot, steamy dog poop for the first half, and then all of a sudden playing ball in the second half. But that also falls in with Matt Ryan and the experience, Julio Jones. I just think this, that Seahawks defense is very good. And you got Russ running the offense. I just think that's a really solid football team through and through.
1: We're not a podcast who likes to
0: bet against Russell for sure. (laughs) We love our Russell Wilson. (laughs) We do indeed. So my walk of Vader is the Seahawks. Scott's walk of oh, You you gotta say it. I'm gonna throw up if I say
1: it. Washington Redskins.
0: <laughs>
1: love it. Like it. I love it. I
0: I just I can't believe it. I was I wish I recorded facial reactions <laughs> because I I was looking at my notes and then I just I was like, did he just say Washington is. This, he starts saying upwards, frontways, backways. I'm like, is he really about to pick the Eagles as his long I was like, man, feeling good about myself. Washington football team. Whoa, blew my mind, Scott. It was good though. I'm very keep excited. Keep you on
1: your toes, Mike. Guys, keep you on your toes. That's
0: what. That's what I need. It gives me that energy because I don't know what's coming. So that's the fun part about this podcast, Scott and I. Don't really share picks. We don't really. We don't. Sure, and then basically every time you hear this, it's me and Scott sharing that information between each other for the very first time, so it's exciting, because then you get my natural, organic reaction to his <laughs> sheer genius. <laughs> so a little college action tonight, in case anyone was wondering, I'm actually riding the Hurricanes here. I think they're going to put a hurting. Derek King transferring from the University of Houston. Yeah. Well, me you. Had me there, my God. Yeah, God, Scott, I'm like trying to think of my Houston University season, UH, yes. And going to be well. I get here's a question for you, Scott. What quarterback played for like eight years at Houston? He's been Case a quarterback. Keaton. Yep, there you go. Nice job.
1: <laughs> nice. Um, Case Keaton. Yeah,
0: I I like Case Keenum too. I, I owe him an almost Super Bowl run. But I got Miami with Deer King transferring from Houston, who was the guy who kept Kyle Trask on the bench in high school, who's now the starting quarterback for the Florida Gators. That's a fun fact. That is a fun fact. Transferred to Miami, and I think that offense is going to be very good with former offensive coordinator from the great Auburn University Tigers and understudy of Gus Malzahn, <laughs> Gus Melzon. Rhett Lashley finally running a spread offense at the University of Miami. All these years, all that speed, all that talent, never have had a spread offense. Mind bottling. You know when your mind gets trapped in a bottle? <laughs> you name know, that movie, Scott?
1: I haven't seen that one. What uh, is that?
0: Blades of Glory. Well, Will Farrell. Oh, no, I
1: never saw that oh, one. Man. One of a few Will Farrells I hadn't seen.
0: Man. Well, we can we'll talk about that one next time. But Scott, any other closing thoughts for you this weekend uh, oh, of, of and, football uh, fun? I, I
1: just uh, fast forward to Sunday morning. You <laughs> know, in front of the computer, setting daily fantasy lineups, uh, getting ready to locked in on the on the football. Um, uh, just give it to me, and Ooh. I'm also really excited to watch this Chiefs Chiefs team tonight. Just lay the heart and although you know you can't lay nine and a half to Deshaun Watson, it's disrespectful. He's just too darn good to lay that many points. So. That's why I'm just – a little taste. A little taste. Go
0: Chiefs. <laughs> so are you – who's one fantasy person that you're really eyeballing this week that's going to give you a lot of value?
1: Um, so I really like Henry Ruggs this weekend. Uh, I think he's probably a guy that you're trying to decide whether to start or sit him this weekend. I mean it depends what type of format you're in. Uh, but I think that the the Raiders are just going to mm-hmm. score up and down on the, the Panthers. I think the Panthers going to try – probably able to do the same. So, uh, I really like Henry Ruggs. I'd like th- think there's going to be a lot of points in that game. I think There's going to be a lot of points in Eagles, um, uh, uh, Redskins. So I think Deshaun Jackson, you know, he has the ability to throw up a big number. in Sims. He had a uh, 11 targets in their week 15 game last week or last year. So I think there's going to be a lot of points in that one. I mean, it was 37, 27 last year, uh, Secondary's no better or minimally better with Slate Darius Slay in uh in Philly. So I think those two games are gonna produce some uh, high outcomes or uh, high point totals. And then I mean Box Saints. I think uh Chris Godwin's probably gonna feast all, all day Sunday because Mike Evans isn't there. So mm-hmm. lack of uh he's gonna get all the targets.
0: All of the targets. I like it. So there you hear it. Little little taste of the glory. See what it tastes like little fantasy teaser. Enjoy your football. We hope you enjoy your Friday and enjoy your weekend. It's going to be a blast. And uh, we will talk to you next time after football happens, folks. Football. We're out of here, junkies.
1: Obejote. Suck the juice. T-